spoken maybe. I haven't thought about flying for a long time. I have a dream that moment when I was alone above the clouds for a long time. I have dreamed waking up in a room surrounded in blue and green grass more years than I could dream of memory. I haven't walked back into the past or scratched on the doors of my origins, where it all came from, since I held up that cape for the last time. Return to Kent Town 10th year anniversary edition is a revised version of Andy Ann's first poetry book. The book can be purchased from Amazon and it contains numerous additional materials. You wake up one morning after not reading a book since your school days and you decide to be a writer. With no good or bad writing to compare against your own, you just know how to write and anyone who tells you otherwise is wrong. Hell, maybe they're jealous of your natural ability to craft the masterpiece. After all, most people need to learn through a combination of books, courses, critical feedback and workshops. Not you though. It's not their fault. They don't realise your natural talent, but they soon will. How to Write Wrong is the new book by Amanda Steele. The book, which is an interactive story, gives the reader multiple options throughout its story. The book can be purchased from Amazon. Spoken Thank you today for tuning in to Spoken Label. Spoken Label was originally set up at the beginning of 2016 and as of recording has over 200 sessions in our archive. Although the podcast can be heard on Anchor, iTunes, Apple, Spotify, YouTube and literally 10 or 11 other networks, the full archive can be found at Spoken Label, all one word, spokenlabel.bandcamp.com. On Bandcamp, it is set as pay what you want, so you are entitled, if you wish, you can download it or stream it for nothing. But if you throw me a couple of pennies my way, it is always eternally grateful to help me maintain the operating costs and future running costs for the podcast. Enjoy. Spoken Label. Hi guys, Andy Enns, Spoken Label, back in the house. And I'm back on Zoom again today, and we're all across the seas back to Ireland again today. Now, I've been chatting to a few writers in Ireland recently, but this young lady I've got with me today, she's probably one of the longest people I've known in Ireland, and we were just working out before, and I I think I met her ooh, about five years ago originally when I commented on some poems she bought in a group and we've been friends ever since really. So Daniela, do you want to introduce yourself to everybody, tell them who you are and where you come yeah. from and what started off your writing, we'll take it from there. Yeah, so I'm Danielle Holian from the West of Ireland. Um, I currently have two books out and I've been writing as far back as I can remember, um, but poetry I've been writing kind of full time and more with more love since I was about 16. So yeah, I just started in groups where I met Andy and ever since then, like actually sharing my work, I was like, okay, this is something I can do rather than just writing for fun. And yeah, I released my debut book in 2018, Usually Chaotic. And ever since then it was like, this is something I do have a big interest in. Um, just kind of with writing, my background, um, I studied media in college, so I did a bit of journalism. And it was something where I was writing as a whole. 
I just said it captivates my soul. So moving on from there, like I do songwriting as well, but it was just with the poetry. I just said to myself one day that, you know what, I need to be writing stories to be trying to open up um, conversations about topics I'm passionate about, whether it's storytelling, like true poetry, or just poems that are in a collection that are kind of touching on things. But I do see from feedback online that if I write something, say, about love or mental health, that it does touch people in certain ways. And just that, like, it is enough for me. But I know progressing as a writer, especially coming from Ireland, I know a lot of people that keep their work secret or they might share with family and friends and stuff. But I know my work is kind of meant to be out there and just from the feedback as well it does kind of feed into my soul that my writing is what I'm meant to be doing even if it's just like current time. Perfect yeah now obviously let's talk about oh, there's a few things we'll talk about me today because obviously like like people won't know so I've known you what we reckon about five years don't we? Five years, yeah certainly yeah. so like I said there's it's always handy this because I can ask you questions I know off the top of the head that people won't necessarily know yeah. about you. Now, obviously, like you said, it's, we'll talk about your first book then, Beautifully Chaotic, first of all then. Yep. So what made, you, what made you want to bring this book out first thing? So I know it wasn't the first book that you wrote. So Yeah, exactly. Tell, tell us about that then, Why, the journey of this book then, first of all. Yeah, so Beautifully Chaotic was written in about 2018 and released in 2019. So I didn't actually sit down and plan the manuscript or say, you know what, this book is coming out in January 2019, like it did. Um, but I was just writing that here, getting stuff off my chest. Um, and it's more personal. So it was just my story, kind of told through poetry from um, sexual assault, mental health, um, eating disorder, relationships, whether it's with my parents or kind of friends, ex-boyfriends, whatever. So I just kind of set down that year I needed to get an awful lot off my chest but I didn't know until kind of mid 2018 that okay I'm actually working on something even if it's just for myself have fun it's a project and once it like came together I I knew the story I wanted to tell from the beginning the middle the end and then it kind of came together I left it down and then uh, one of my friends, uh, she actually did the book cover and she just came to me. She knew I was into writing. I was kind of telling her I might have a book, but I don't know. I didn't know like going into the publishing world that I would need like a book cover um, designed by someone um, and just all these little things. So she just came back to me with a book cover. I fell in love straight away. And then I just went, okay. I have kind of the book cover, I have the manuscript, um, it feels right, it, it felt right with my soul, just put it all down and I had no expectations releasing it um, but then at the time I was working um, with a band and they were planning on touring the following September in 2019 so it was kind of, I was doing the publicity and the PR and every media aspect and we were kind of chit-chatting, being like, okay, if you release it in September, when my EP comes out, we can go on tour, you can be the spoken word artist opening up. And that was kind of how it was going. And then I was just messing online and I woke up 
in January of 2019 with the book published, I woke up on the, I think it was the Friday um, by the end of January, got the email, the book was published and it's like, okay, now I have to do the marketing, telling people all these things that under pressure, I, I spent that year, um, last year, just focusing on getting people to read it, sharing the work rather than keeping it offline or whatever. And it did give me strength as a writer to kind of move forward that, okay, topics within the book, whether it's just like love, heartbreak, everyone relates to that, but it's going into it being like, okay, do I love myself? Do I hate myself? And it's kind of a journey where anytime I do reread the book as a whole, it's like, wow, I know it's my story. I know it's my words, but it just brings me back on that journey again, where I was in such a low point to kind of finishing at kind of like, I don't want to say it was a high point, but being like, okay, this, this is where the story ends for my new chapter in life. And as a writer begins again. So it just kind of all came together so quickly, but in a slow process that when I do look back now, I do kind of see 2018, okay, I was slowly working on it, but then waking up that morning to the surprise, it was published. Um, it was a good and bad thing, but it kind of um, taught me a lot of lessons to be, love your work, love yourself, and everything that will happen is actually meant to be that kind of journey. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, completely. Now, what I want to talk Touching on this book is what I love. What your work is is the fact, and this why I think you were certainly obviously the age where you did, you did your first and second book. You were fairly, you could argue, fairly young in your work. Is the fact yeah, is yeah. it's very your work is like it's very brief, and I love the love the breath is the breathness of it. Really, was that yeah. was that what what made you want to do it in that style? Is that as you've been writing that style all your life? Really, have you quite short no. condensed pieces? Yeah, um, no, I did start, like, before any of my books, um, like, became a manuscript or anything like that, I did go back to my earlier work, and I used to write in long form, pages upon pages, and just, it made sense at the time that I was very young, I I used writing kind of as my therapy, I, I wouldn't go to my friends or family or anyone being like, okay, I'm feeling just down today, I'd always go to my writing. And then it was, I think by the time I was about 17, 18, I was reading stuff online um, on Instagram. And I was like, this poetry is four lines. It's not pages upon pages. It makes sense. The point I'm trying to make, if it's, four, if, if it's a four page um, poem, somebody can make in a point of four lines. So it did kind of get me thinking, I will try this out and if it doesn't suit me that's fine it's it's still there if I want to um, venture through it again but when I was writing Beautifully Chaotic there is some long poems in it but again it's just one page so it's kind of it, it's still the short length um, but it was kind of the four lines I know I might have um, short ones that have more lines but it was just for me, it was like, if I could say something that's important to me in half a page and four lines, that's all that matters. Because I did find when I was um, trying to test my workout online, the shorter ones would capture people's attention, would get them commenting and like messaging me or whatever than the long ones. And I could see, okay, people are online, they're strolling, 
they're not going to be paying attention. Oh, this is a long poem. I'll read this. Now some do, but it's kind of if you're on your break from work, strolling through. Oh, there's selfies here. There's a poem. There's a quote or whatever. So I was aware of that, but I just felt when I was writing um, my first book that the short ones actually worked for me. They made sense, and I did try to elaborate on certain topics um, that did make into the book. But for me it didn't make sense and when I would test them just reading them aloud to my sister or to anyone that would kind of listen to me even if it was just online that I did see they just didn't work at the time and I was like okay I'll keep the longer poems in the book once they make sense to me and to the story I'm trying to portray but it was kind of the short ones they, they just kind of make sense um in short term but like I just knew kind of doing the background in it it was like okay most famous poets do that as well where they're kind of quote style but known as poetry now but I do kind of prefer the longer ones where it's like okay I can actually express more in just storytelling itself rather than just like four lines and that's it that kind of thing so both do work and I do adore both but it's kind of I think once I'm actually sitting down um, and even writing poetry now, it's it's how I feel on the day. It's how I feel in the moment, whether I want to express everything or keep something back that it might be like a part two of the poem or it might just lead into something in time. But generally, it's kind of like the way I write. It's raw. I, I don't really like to edit pieces down because anytime I do, it's kind of it just takes away the meaning like for me um just in general um but yeah i think um just from like online like i know a lot of people have picked up my book and read it and it's kind of mixed where they like the short ones or they like the long ones um poetry so it's kind of i i know for me i have to meet my own needs as the author of these books that it's okay if something works it works if it doesn't I know there's still people who will find me in time and say, okay, I do prefer uh, whichever ones. But I like in the book, I don't think there's a good mix, like say half and half or more of the longer ones if you pick the book up or the shorter ones. But I, I just did see like in general online, I was getting more feedback um, on the shorter ones. So it was kind of just taking everything into mind. H how am I when I'm actually reading other authors' books um, online or if I pick it up? So just taking everything into account. Um, but then on the other side, it was like, okay, what, what am I trying to say? What am I trying to kind of prove in these pieces? And then it was kind of just the short ones. I could say whatever in a hundred words that I could say maybe in 50 or like just in four lines, that kind of thing. Perfect. Yeah. I think that's, that's what I like about your work is the brevity, like I said, with that as well. Um, I know you did your first reading last year, was it last year, was it, in a bookshop? It was um, my first book? official one with ah, the book, first official one. it yeah. was February, yeah, February this year. Yeah, how did that go then? Because obviously, like it's, obviously like it's, um, there's a good difference between talking to me on the, on the podcast yeah. like this, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and doing yeah. the reading like that, because I've been reading for like years now, and it doesn't faze me a lot, but I know what Amanda was like when she first read it, terrified her. How, how, did, yeah. how did it go for you then? Um, I have read, like in school, I was in a few writers groups before and I'd get up, I'd stand, I'd read up my thing, but I always knew I could sit down and go into this um, reading there in February. 
I was very excited. Um, the people who reached out, I was like, how, how do you know me? How do you know my name, my book, whatever? Um, so it was kind of, I knew my work was getting out there. I knew if they had asked me, there's something special there and they're taking me seriously. So I knew I had kind of a job to go to, to impress everyone, but kind of be myself and let my personality show to give somebody kind of the insight to me as a writer, but like give notice to the book. Um, but when I went in, um, it was in a bookshop in Galway and I, I love the bookshop. There's kind of, you go in and there's different sides, up steps, downstairs, whatever. And going in, it was packed. The room was full where at, at the top they had people sitting down. And once I got there, my sister came with me and we had to stand. And I just went up and I introduced myself to the guy over it. And I just explained, I'm nervous. I, I'm not used to reading in front of that many people, especially a room that feels like half the city right now. Um, but he, he talked me through, he, he was very nice. Um, he gave me good advice just to breathe and slow down. It's not a race. So it was kind of, um, I was, I don't know, I was kind of um, towards the end and then there was people coming up like reading stories as well. So just hearing everyone and seeing their body language and I was the youngest. So it was like these people were there doing it for years and this is my first time. And I was just taking everything in and being like, I don't want any negative vibes right now. So once I got up, um, I introduced myself. I was shaking like a leaf and I read my work and just, it was like, okay, I, this is my one shot. I'm doing it for me. I could have told him no. Um, but I, I got to kind of see other writers around the place and introduce them to who I am, to my work. Um, because I could just see, like, even from the reading, I didn't really relate to many people, but at the same time, it opened me up to other doors to just not be stuck to kind of one format or one kind of just say writing about love all the time. That I was like, okay, there's actually other things. Like, there was a mother talking about her son, and one day they had together, and I was, it just like it touched me to not put myself into one box that there's more out there um but I got through it um I didn't get any negative feedback and being introduced to like standing there I was just as soon as I got off kind of the stage like I just walked down to my sister and I was like I want to do that again this is this is great I would love um to be doing more of that like at the moment like I know we physically can't but it just kind of opened my eyes that my poetry isn't just written in my bedroom or where I sit by the water sometimes, that it's actually going online, people are buying the book, and then I can go to like these events and show people like who I am, my writing, my words, and all these beautiful things. So it, it was kind of a blessing, but I do remember the nerves, and I know like February isn't that long ago, but I can just see in myself, I'm more confident that I know if I could do it again, I'd walk in the room, still be kind of nervous, but like, again, it's just kind of doing it over and over again, getting used to standing in front of a crowd because I did, when I was younger, I did a lot of drama. I did uh, a lot of plays in school. So I'm well used to like being up on the stage, dancing, kind of singing, 
like talking away and the crowd is there. So I do love the kind of performance rather than just writing and it ended up like on a post on Instagram that I do, I would love to do more of the performance because most of like kind of my favorite um, like poets, they're spoken word artists that they do travel. So it's kind of, they do everything I want to do, but it's kind of, okay, I'm just starting out. I don't need to be traveling the world um, straight away. So I know the more I do and the more things that like it will open doors, it's just building confidence and actually wanting to do it. Oh, brilliant. Now you made the right, I think he does this. I think you tend to find that as a writer, and this is hit you with this, that you can write and it, it grabs you. But when you perform, if you at the end of it, think it's either a case of don't do it again, or you you know yourself, you're going to do it again. Yeah. And that's your yeah. death, like you want to do it again and again and again. I can't blame you because yeah. it's, I think obviously at the moment you to 40, we went straight to lockdown, straight after, so, which of course yeah. caused your havoc, basically, and that's caused me some problems as well. Right, so now get available. Good, good, good luck with definitely. Now, what we'll talk about today is, and obviously, you're, you've got a new book out, haven't you? Which has just yeah, gone up. And, I do. Yeah, fortunately, by the time this podcast goes live, the book would have been out for quite a little bit of time because <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm operating on backlogs at the moment. But obviously, as of the 31st of July, um, your yeah. second book, The Dilemma, is out. Do you want to tell people a bit about this book then? Yeah, so I wrote this book, uh, The Dilemma, in 2017, and I knew going in, I was just going to do storytelling um, compared to my first book, where there's a lot of stories, and it does connect, but I did, like, I went through something um, in 2017 that I just said, you know what, I actually need to write myself out of this situation and into kind of a better life, a better headspace, whatever. And I didn't really expect to publish it or whatever that it never felt like a first book. So I just got to the point where finished the manuscript, I felt lighter and I was like, okay, people, like I did share stuff online. So people started engaging with it. And it's kind of, for me, it's more of the love, um, love and heartbreak compared to my first book where there's a lot of topics that a lot of people can relate on but with the dilemma um it just kind of started out where it was like oh I'm so in love with this person this object whatever you want to relate it to then it was kind of in the middle I was just kind of realizing is this good for me is this something I want in my life um and then it was it just got to the point where I was like I am actually writing a book I'm not writing in my journal like just like poems like I did for Beautifully Chaotic so I knew kind of okay there's a storyline there's a timeline of it so by the time I actually wrote the last poem I knew like looking back on my work it was all I don't know if the story was in me and it just had to come out but I knew kind of the first poem moving all the way like to the end so it just got to the point where since 2017 um I did kind of there was part of me where I was like okay just wait don't publish it right now there will be a time but it's not a debut and then I just got into my head that I had to write the best book for my follow-up book and just reading all these not negative things online but doing my research because it was already written before my debut and I I had kind of projects going on since school or 
just competitions online that I was like, okay, if I can go through these guidelines, write a manuscript, I can publish it myself, I can go to them or whatever. So I did have a few collections that were kind of just projects for that moment in time. But then with the dilemma, every like year since kind of the day I finished it, it was just stuck in my head. And I was like, okay, I need to get this out. People like it online. Then I took everything offline because I was I was doing more marketing with um, my debut that it was just, okay, I need to be real to what I'm doing presently. I can't go back on the past. I can't go like, okay, I'm doing this or other projects or whatever if it's not what I'm currently doing. I'm just kind of ground myself as well. But then I just, like when the lockdown happened in, for us, it was March time that I, I did be like, okay, I can write a manuscript now, which everyone was on to me. You have to write the best book. You're going to come out of lockdown with your second book. And just all this pressure that I was like, no, but the dilemma is still there in the back of my mind. I kind of told a few friends as well. And like, especially my sister, she's the only one who's read the manuscript um, back in 2017 when I finished it. And for her to enjoy it, that meant it was a big deal for me because I know like I do kind of test my workout on her and if she doesn't like it or if it doesn't capture her attention it's not good it's people are just going to fall asleep or whatever so everything like in the book and I didn't tell her kind of the background of it I just let her make up her own mind and then we chit-chatted about it um so it was kind of like March time I was like this book is going to be released and I was going to release it later this year, but the dates never felt right. And then just over the last, I say, few months since we've been kind of slowly coming out of the quarantine and lockdown, I was there, okay, I'm happy being at home. I'm very creative. I have all these things. And like in college, when I was studying media, I did Photoshop. So I was like, I'm going to design the cover. I don't need somebody coming into kind of my work world and telling me, you need to do this or that, whatever. I just kind of wanted a project um, to work on. And then my sister um, took the picture on the book cover. So I was there, okay, that picture was taken in 2017, the book. So everything, and I just feel like the cover, it does represent my mood in the book or like the story I'm trying to tell from like beginning to end that I do hope like people love. But it was just the last few weeks. I think I met the announcement at the beginning of July. Um, it was kind of last minute because I, I was going to make the announcement at the end of July um, for the book uh, to be released later this year. And just thinking, okay, people are going back to college. Um, the college magazines or whatever will be open and I can contact people in relation to that. But it just, everything was like, nothing is aligning but this stage represents the book. And I just, I felt I could wait to do it this year or I could do it in years to come, but this book has to be done and ready for this date. And it is, and it's all completed and ready to go. It's just kind of waiting for the date to come and be in people's hands and just getting the feedback like as a whole rather than like the poetry scattered where you don't know if it's in the first chapter or the last chapter 
so just kind of overall like I did I like as soon as I wrote it I knew it was my second book I knew it wasn't going to be my first book my third one I just kind of knew in my heart that this this would be kind of the second so it was a journey to have everything kind of written in the format that things kind of happened and rereading it now it's kind of because that was maybe I think three years ago now that I have grown I'm in my 20s now I wrote it when I was 19 I think I was so it's kind of like I don't want to say a child or whatever but as a really young writer actually rereading the work now I see how much I've grown but it captures that time in my life where it's like if I was to rewrite it now I wouldn't be able to put my whole heart into it or describe certain things or whatever so I do think it's the perfect time to release it and just as a whole the storyline it did come together so beautifully that I, I don't know if I can ever write another book with that kind of storytelling like compared to like my debut where like there's four chapters in my debut and it is a journey to go on but I just found there's no set storyline in it that the things like happen from the beginning the middle and the end obviously but it's kind of they're all over the place where with the dilemma like I do think it will take the reader on a journey they can read it once and then go back to like there's three chapters in that one so if you're feeling the love if you're feeling the breaking the healing there's a chapter for whatever you're feeling and I do love that even about other books that I've read that it's kind of there's something there for everyone yeah of course perfect now last bit obviously we're going to touch on today I know that you were telling me off mic before you've got you're currently working on your third book at the moment aren't you as I well am. yeah yeah, yeah. What can you reveal about your third book at the moment? Wow. Um, <laughs> I know well, it's, always, it's always a tricky one that we do, <laughs> work in progress yeah. now. <laughs> um, well, I did start writing it last year. So I have a document um, on my laptop that I've just been collecting poems. But I do know it's kind of like my debut, like touching on um, mental health, sexual assault, stuff like that I know I am trying to work on like with myself that okay what did I need when I was going through this um what or like getting time away from these situations how how have I healed or how have I grown or whatever um that I know everything's a learning process but I know like I have the title I have kind of the stuff like the um, chapter names so I know kind of the format of the book but actually to sit down and be like okay what exactly do I want to say what like even like having my two books written now it's kind of going into a third I don't want to be kind of um oh I expected that or I knew that was coming like I do kind of like the essence of surprise even from other authors I know so it's kind of there is a lot that I've written in the document um, just just for like book three. So I have a lot, but at the same time, it's, I don't want to be cliche. I don't want like even my, my close uh, friends and family to read it and say, we knew you went through that. You said everything or like, I, I want the essence of surprise that it's kind of, 
what I write, it gets you thinking. So it's not, I, I, I don't know without like trying to give everything away, but I do have a lot that I know I could finish it now, but I know like kind of in my soul, it's the same with my first two books. I knew when they were done. I knew when I was finished writing the story um, that I could just kind of put that away. But I have been writing it almost two years now. So I am hoping it will be out next year um, and I want to do more with that. Um, hopefully the world will be better um, at the time. So it's there is a lot um, because even with my debut, I wanted to talk about mental health in any aspect, relationships, whether it's toxic or the best loving relationship, um, like self-love and like, again, sexual assault and stuff that I know it is close to my heart that I needed to read these things when I was younger to know I'm not alone, that somebody else is going through this, that there is all these different aspects to life. Um, but I like I just find there is pressure with this new book that I'm currently writing and I will obviously I'll go to my close friends and my sister and just be like okay can you read this poem and tell me how you feel about it you don't have to relate to it just tell me if this is something the world needs right now or whatever and I'll always like the people I share my work with I do trust them but most of the time, like most of both my books, nobody had read before the manuscript was written. And then when I started sharing online and with other people, it was kind of a different story that, okay, this is actually done. You like it or you love it and it's up to you, whatever. But I do feel kind of more like of a responsibility with this book, with topics I've chosen. Um, to kind of do it justice rather than oh this happened to me or I know so much about this topic and then when you read it, it's like no you don't so it's kind of like with everything I've been through experienced I do write from my personal experience I know when I began writing it was like when, even when I was a child if I just wrote short stories or songs or whatever it was from somebody else's perspective like oh I'm in love I'd never experienced a relationship at that time. So it was kind of all in my head that I would try to be like, oh, I will experience this one day, but this is how I'll experience it or whatever that I know kind of writing my third book. There is a lot, I have a lot written for it, but it's kind of just narrowing it down to be like, okay, what do I actually want from this? Because maybe like when, if I go on to do like a book four and so forth, I might be able to go back to, the storytelling like the dilemma and or maybe like a novel or go into film or something that like just the media and the entertainment the creative world my mind is it just goes off like into a tangent but yeah with book three it, it's I think it's the most important thing I've been writing even just for myself on this kind of healing journey that it's like my eyes are opening like with beautifully chaotic I went through so much writing it, but I'm still in my shell, still in my own head, whereas now I can see the growth and just kind of opening my eyes that there is more in the world that I don't kind of have to be like kind of in my box room all the time that I can go out for a walk, write some poetry, dive into like who I am with myself rather than kind of 
calling my sister up or feeling okay maybe I need to go to talk to someone or whatever it is that I know writing for me it's always there I'm able to figure out kind of everything with it but it's just kind of sitting down and it's been two years now writing it that I I kind of giving you a straight answer but at the same time it's there's just so much I'm talking about in it that I wanted to make sense like even if it's just the storyline or the timeline okay this is the I I don't know like this is where I was broken this is where I was healing and this is where I am now that kind of thing that I know maybe like in 10 years when I reread all my books be like okay I was young I went through this I was able to document it release it show people like who I am as a person right now and just see the growth kind of thing but it's like with my work and anything I do like with the media work I do feel the responsibility to just kind of use my voice for the greater good and not just oh I'm in love or I, I'm going through a breakup or something that I do feel like just as myself that I'm worth more that like my voice I'm able to get things done I'm able to kind of make improvements with stuff so I do really feel all that kind of weight on me to do the book justice that when it's out that people can just read through it and it's not like it won't show I'm a one-trick pony because I know I'm a woman of many talents so it's just shown different areas of me but at the same time using my voice for the greater good. Perfect. Okay, well, you've answered all my questions beautifully there today. Now, is there any links you want people to look at if they want to find out more about you? Yeah, so um, my Twitter and my Instagram is just Holian underscore, and my Facebook is Miss Holian. So even if you just type in Holian on any platform, I'm on them all, and you'll see me. Perfect. Okay, now, I know you're going to do a few poses now, Daniela, so... What we'll do is we'll let everyone take a quick break and let you get yourself composed. Hang around, everybody, because I'm looking forward to this. See you all in a minute. Spoken Hi, guys. Straight over to Daniela. She's going to do a couple of poems from both of the books. Over to you, Daniela, my friend. This one is called Four Walls. Once I close my eyes, the flashbacks come to haunt me. I am frightened lying awake in the silence as I watch my room fill with dust. The memories flash through my mind to remind me I was once never alone. And as I close the doors, it just it's just me and these four walls. Perfect. Great start, that one. Great start. Okay. This one is called Community. I never had a community around me. Everyone left just as the world crushed at my feet. No one stayed around me to help pick up the pieces. They were not capable of coping through tragedy. They acted like life was a movie, only sticking around for the good things. Instead of loving me through the difficult circumstances, not thinking one day this could be me, no one shows up for me. Beautiful, beautiful. This one is called Wake Up Call. All the abuse I suffered found me becoming an abuser to myself. I thought I deserved every beating, but I got a wake-up call. It's time for me to make up for lost time and mend old broken roads 
I once burnt. Great stuff. Okay. And this one is called Where I Leave You. In the death of her past, in the beautifully chaotic present, in the weight of her future, with the love, the loss and everything in between, this is where I leave you. That's, that's a good one, that one. Danielle, is that like, um, you can imagine that being like a last poem in a book, actually. Was that a possibility at the time, that was it? I remember writing it, but I don't remember like why I added it or just anything. It was just, it was there. It wasn't a filler poem or anything, but it was just there. I, I don't know kind of what inspired it. It was just like coming out of something. I was like, I'm done with being treated bad. I'm done with whatever. This is, this is kind of where I leave you right now. And then I'll walk on it. So it was kind of, it was it was just kind of really sad to write like in the realization that i am okay but i do need to kind of move forward because for me it's like i don't move on it's just i just stop put things to bed and then move forward that kind of thing yeah yeah of course getting completely now obviously people are interested those first four poems were from were from beautifully chaotic weren't they yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think you, you love a four, you can do a four from your new book, aren't they? So just to clarify, so people are interested. Yeah. Cool. Yes, yeah, so I'll read from The Dilemma, my new book now. So this one is called Finding Us. I have reclaimed my life while finding our love in a peaceful yet chaotic state of mind, like atoms made to function in a love-hate world. Brilliant. This one is called Boy to Man. You stopped up being a man, taking over from a boy and his feel and his foolish demands. Are these poems getting shorter? Eh? Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize when I was choosing them, I was going all over the book, and yeah, I think the next few are a few lines longer. Um, yeah. So this one is called My Other Half. Finding you was like realising I was missing something huge in my life. Arriving home in your eyes, belonging to someone, something I was yearning for, my other half. It's great. And this one is called Past Life. We conceived a life birthing these pages written openly. The erratic events in love and heartbreak. The love making and love and lost, the heartbreak and work in words kept the past alive. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, the tones you can see that the tones different in your two books, actually. Definitely that one there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Just kind of as the writer of them, it, it is weird if I can say that weird to see, like just even my tone and then going back over, like even with the third book I'm writing at the moment, it's. Like the tone is different, but then going back to me, it's like I can see how much I've grown, but I'm still the same writer. I think you are. I think you're like it's, you are, as a writer, you're still going to be you're honest in yourself, but it's just your experience is changing as a writer, I think. Yeah. Do you, do you want to do this one or two more from your new book then to conclude? Yeah. Um, this one is called Stung. And sometimes love stings like a tank of jellyfish. 
but you jump into it knowing this anyway, hoping you will get to stall. Brilliant, brilliant. So give us one more to conclude then, I think I'll be a good time. Yeah. This one is called Grace to Heartbreak. There is grace to heartbreak, the aching pain, longing to discover myself. The tragedy of losing sight of what was in front of me makes me believe this love is for the best. Loving you from afar won't break me. The conversations came to an end. The painful memories now teach me how to love rather than hate. And this is the start of a new age. Great. Yeah, and I've got some really good ways to finish that, Daniela. Obviously, just to clarify, if people are interested in your books, they are both available. On the first one definitely is, and I presume the second one will be as well. You can pick them up in all good bookshops, really, can't you? Including Amazon and the usual places. Um, Amazon, yeah, just Amazon at the moment. Um, I am trying, like at the moment, to get them in bookshops. But Amazon, like, doesn't matter if it's .com, .uk, because I know people have kind of an issue with that. Um, but it's on my, the links are on my social media, or even if you just go into Amazon itself and type Danielle Holian, both my books, it comes up, and I'm still surprised every time. <laughs> Oh, I bet you are indeed. So, but it's been brilliant today. Thank you, Daniela. People want to know Thank this. Thank you so much. Like the first time we we've been talking regularly on Facebook, last we said four, four and a half years. We never actually spoke a yeah. conversation before. It's been wonderful tonight. Thank you. Really enjoyed it. So, hang around. I need to put it off mic, but this is at the end. Thank you again. Take care, guys and girls. Stay safe and stay over. See you soon. Spoken later.